All right, welcome everybody to the round table, episode number 13. Thanks for joining us. Just giving you a little heads up. What is the round table about and what are we doing? Round table is an opportunity uh, to catch up on life, things that are going on in the world, uh, get a perspective on scripture that we can then apply to our everyday life. So if you come on a Sunday morning here to Life Church, you'll hear a message, or if you're online watching, you'll hear a message. We talk a little bit deeper about it. Um, in the round table and try to figure out how to apply it to life. Um, and we have our guest, our co-host. She's not a guest anymore. No. Co-host. No, no, no. Yes. Jenny, the superstar. How dare you. Walker. I know. Sorry. Wow. We're this is reverting. only our 13th episode. Yeah, we're reverting back to. Well, you, well again, you were going the first I came four. in on the second. Four? What? I'm You're just on the kidding. second? What? I don't think you were I'm here really for. I'm really embarrassed. I don't think you were here for the second episode. There was a third one. Huh? You I were here the for third. the third? Yeah. So, Came in when it was four as the co-host yes, 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 of, of the of the roundtable. Yeah. Lot in store for you today. One is Joni. Uh, Joni. <laughs> Who's Joni? <laughs> She's really cool. I heard Jenny's joke <laughs> corner, and also yes. her dating book that we're gonna get a question out of. Also, yep. finally, Jenny's gonna follow through with something she said because she hasn't followed through on many of her. Hey, but like, this one yeah, from this last one. year. Yeah, so it's going yeah. to be, Jenny said she can, she would take on any dare, so Taylor dared her to try hot sauce? So it's not hot sauce, and I kept saying hot sauce, and he had to keep, like, correcting me, and apparently it was offending him. It's a food <laughs> additive. That's hot. That is hot. So he puts drops of it in, like, his soup, random stuff, maybe, like, sour cream to mild it out. Okay. But it's, like, thick additive okay and you buy this where i have no idea that's a great question it looks like it was homemade it looks pretty sketchy that yeah. bottle taylor yeah it looks didn't it look sketchy it did look a little sketchy. it doesn't you. look like anything somebody should eat no or put on anything i can't wait though yeah so anyway we're gonna do it at the end because jenny has decided if she can't do it she or if she does do yeah. it she doesn't want to be miserable the right. whole Podcast. I don't want to act like I'm not dying. Right. Because that's really hard to do. Because right. I do that when I'm running. <laughs> I posted this meme the other day. It's like, runner's confession 101. And it was, I what is it? Something about when people pass you, you run up and speed up and act like you're not dying. <laughs> that's it's what you do when people every are time, watching? Yes. You don't, like, you right, don't act like you're tired at all. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's go with jokes. Yes. Oh, you are going to be so proud of me this week. If this has anything to do with the one you told me earlier in the week, it's no. not funny. That was no, funny, though. No, it wasn't funny. I didn't even get it. Missed. Well, no. Boiling it, water. No, here was the funny thing. Tammy got it right. She says, you know why they're funny? What? Because they're dumb. Exactly. <laughs> but that not that the part of a joke? No, it's not. The joke itself is no. supposed to be funny. Okay, well, let's see how you did. Dang it. I had this really funny one, but now I forget. It was about the White House. <laughs> I'll See, remember. I would have laughed if some bad government. And that, I know it was. It was super, super stupid. But this is you. I got okay. three people on this one. Okay. okay, and they laughed. Yes. Okay. Well, we always have our producer who decides oh, whether or not it's laughing just, or not. Just trust me. On okay. This. Here we go. All right. All right. What time did the man go to the dentist? When tooth hurdy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like 2.30, yeah, but got it, tooth is hurting. Tooth hurting. Tooth hurting. Yeah. No, hurting. I got it. Like, tooth hurting. Oh, you. <laughs> tooth hurting. Tooth hurting. Tooth hurting. 
You got to say it like that because then it says like two thirty. You know how that's part of the joke, right? I know. Part of the joke is you're supposed to say it like it's supposed to sound like two thirty. Two thirty. But it's two thirty. Two thirty. Yeah, right. I just suck. Like I pronunciate everything, so that's why I can ruin a good thing. All right, next one. What do you call a cheese that is? What do you call a cheese that isn't yours? What? Nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah, see? The thing, no, that's funny. No, no the funny part the was if you're watching to see her head go, nacho cheese. That's the <laughs> nacho part. Nacho cheese. Yeah, that. Okay, but that that's part what was Tammy funny. said. That part was funny. Okay, whatever. Okay. All right. What do you call two octopuses that look exactly the same? Um... I don't know. You think you got this one? I was going to say something, but I don't what? think I got it. No, try. Go ahead. No, Just go ahead. try. What is it? Identicals. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. That's funny. That was April 6th. So huh? April 6th is going to be a good day. Yeah. So yeah. that, again, that might be that might be a better collection okay. of your jokes than what we've had in Just the past. Just let me do one more. Because I'm, I'm like on a roll okay. right now. I should okay. be on stand up. Okay. okay. Is this White House? No, I no, I won't remember that till like after. Okay. Okay. Why wouldn't they let Jesus into the jewelry store? Are you allowed to tell jokes about Jesus? This is a good one. It's, it's not true. like sacrilegious or Heck anything. No. Okay. Why Would wouldn't just, they let you're Jesus? You're ruining it. Why wouldn't they let Jesus into the jewelry store? Because he breaks every chain. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was a good okay. one. Okay. We'll give Jenny Come some claps. On, mine Listen, that, great. Yeah, that wasn't bad. This pick, is a good okay, week. dating book. Pick pick one out of there. Do you want me to pick one, or do you? If want you're a new listener, one? this is Jenny's book that she bought for when she goes on dates and conversation gets soft. Yeah, soft. Is, yeah, like it's not going real well. Listen, you can go to far deep places with this book. Okay, we'll okay, get us one. Opens up so many things. Okay, but this, ooh, this, because they have each. Why are you um, reading it sideways? Because I, I was about to tell you, if you oh. would let me tell you. That sounded like Rayanne this morning. I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> she does that to me often. Anyways, so each one is like categorized. So this okay. one's Outlook. Oh, So this kay. one will be really deep. Okay. Now I just got to find a, um, a great one. Okay. If you were to perform an act of grace, what would it be? If I was going to perform an act of grace, yes. what would it be? Yeah, I know. Great question. No, I know. Now we're going to have to sit here and think I about know, it I know, and I'm second. really bad at thinking on the spot. Because you don't even have an answer. I don't. That's <laughs> why I keep repeating. If you repeat the answer, huh? an interviewer, that buys you time. What? I know that you don't ever apply for jobs or anything, but the people that do, when you're getting interviewed, this is a pro tip. This you, is a tip on when you're getting interviewed? Yes. You repeat the question. For many reasons. Kay. One, it gives you time. And two, it tells the interviewer, er, interviewer that you acknowledge what they said and understand it. Masterminding. <laughs> Bam! That was so good. <laughs> See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I think I told you this before. I've never been in a job interview. I know. That's why I said in my entire never life. mind to you because you won't need it. What's but you've that? used it before. I use it all the time. Did you use it when you interviewed for the Cafe of Hope? Probably. <laughs> Courtney, I told Courtney my whole life story pretty much during our interview. It was weird. Okay. Yeah. But she hired you. I know, right? right? Look, look where things have went from now. Isn't that crazy? Act of grace. Um, Hiring Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely an act of grace. Well, I think, again, you can look at it in a couple of different ways. I would say 
most of our interactions with people, mm-hmm. you have to apply acts of grace. Yes. You know, again, when you're helping somebody to become who God has called them to be, and they don't quite get to where they need to be without mm-hmm. naming specific names of certain people. That, Are you talking about me? No, I'm just oh, saying. I was feeling very good. No, I'm just saying, like, as an example, if somebody, you're trying to lead them down a path, and they yeah. make a decision that goes in the wrong direction, the act of grace would be is to understand that it's not like they made the decision on purpose mm-hmm. to go against what you wanted them to do. Yeah. So the act of grace would be is, is that I get where you're coming from. Let's get back on track. This is what we need you to do. So I would say in most of it, without having this like big, like a go back in 10 years in your history and like, this is who I need to forgive Ten or point. go do something, yeah. you know, like that. That's what I would say. Okay. And do you have anything? I mean, I can come up with something. No, that's I, okay. I think mine would be forgiving people. Okay. No, actually, no, because I, I do forgive people. See, whenever I speak out loud, that's when pieces start to connect, and I'm, I'm like, that's not my answer. So then I, I keep talking like I'm doing right now, trying to make up for it, when I don't have an answer No, yet. you just babble when you don't yes. really know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah I already told you, that's going. my date talk. <laughs> just keep talking <laughs> yes. regardless of what just you're saying. Just don't stop. Okay, so just let's, keep going. So we're good there. Let's talk a little okay. bit about what's going on in Jenny's life. Yeah, talk to us a little bit about... What happened this week? Well, Did you have a little uh, mishap maybe well, in your... This comes from the person who says she's a professional driver. <laughs> when did I say that? I think that was early on in the podcast, wasn't it, Isaac? Yeah. Like, okay, well, my phone app doesn't lie. I do have a 99 score. Of what? Driving. Toyota rates you on because they have this app where you can like start your car. Like I could start my car right here, right now, from the app. And it tells me every single drive like I followed Tammy last night to the volunteer appreciation I got out of my car and I said you just docked my point <laughs> two like two points because she's wild yeah I mean because oh it docks your points when you drive fast or what drive fast harsh to corners harsh speeding like accelerating so she made you accelerate too fast actually she and... got a hundred but it felt like we were driving like nascar it was so wild i'm like dang i know we're late she but... drove your car no she drove herself and i was following oh okay yeah because we were late so tammy's a crazy driver yes <laughs> wild <laughs> i must be a grandma driver because you got 98 percent. so i have a 99 okay don't don't yeah. take away that point. Yeah, That's right. rude. So let's talk about how that driving oh, went. Yeah. yeah. Okay, was well, Sunday morning? Yes, yeah, so it was bright and early. You know, I don't even think the sun came out yet, honestly. I had my You car. weren't sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't, no. you don't really know if no. the sun was up or not. No, because or... I wasn't even looking. I wasn't even paying attention, but I got yeah, my I mean, car. that's not something somebody notices when they walk outside. I mean, whether who it's would? Light. Yeah. Who would? I mean, any normal person. Not but... really. That's not the first thing you think when you walk outside. Is it light or not? No. <laughs> I feel like people know when they walk outside if it's light. I mean, Either way, you're not sure. Well, I know that it wasn't because I know what time it was, but that's not something I remember about that morning. Okay. So what do you remember about that it morning? It was snowy. Okay. It was 7 a.m. this sun- past Sunday morning. And what's funny, after this whole thing happened, I go home and my dad's like, you really need to go to church now. <laughs> <laughs> so tell everybody yeah. what happened. So I'm jamming out. And I think this is the most ironic thing because I'm not listening to like you know, pop, lock, and drop it. I'm yeah, your normal music. Yeah, yeah, like, and I'm really grateful that I wasn't, so God gave me grace. Though. Yeah, and you were listening to... Kim Walker-Smith, Throne Room, which, okay. have you heard that song? Uh, probably. Well, her vocals on it are I, just... Well, sing a little. No, never. Or any of the words? No, I can't. Huh? So she's like, 
No, you don't want me to do well, no, either. Just say, no, what are some of the words? But I wish you wouldn't ask me that because I suck at lyrics. You don't even know I the make word. up my own. It is a great song. <laughs> I don't really know what it says, you, but well, I know when it comes on. Okay, it jogs my memory, okay, so I can remember. Okay, whatever. That's beside the point. I'm getting off track. So right. I have my music on, like blaring, probably like a 48, and it's seven o'clock in the morning. Out of 50. No, I don't know how high it goes up to. Probably, I think I've gotten it up to like 57, okay. 58. Anyway, it's loud. Very loud. Very, very loud. And loud enough to drown out. The backup camera. My dad's <laughs> like, you have a backup camera for a reason. I was like, well, I don't look at it. I don't want to trust it. Which is funny because I could have, tr- like I should have trusted it yeah. that day. Or you could have looked in your mirrors. Because if you don't trust the backup camera, you would look in your mirrors. But I did look once. That was where I went wrong. Okay. I looked one time and then I just started like thinking. And I would lift my foot off the acceleration or the brake. No acceleration, that one, the right one. And I was just backing up, just like, just going without no motion, just like rolling backwards, thinking about the song, thinking about my day. I don't know what I was thinking about, rolling backwards. And then I bumped into something and I'm like, well, that's weird. Nothing was back there. (laughs) When I looked and it was a parked car who had a bunch of snow on it. So clearly it was back there the whole time. I thought it was a tree at first. I was like, thank goodness. Did it look like a tree? At that moment in time, you just can't be too sure of what anything looks like. Right. It was just... Yeah, I mean, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Like, it's so early. That is early. (laughs) That is so early. I couldn't sleep last night till 3 o'clock in the morning, and I came (laughs) to work. Right, and you were scrummaging. (laughs) Was that a word, scrummaging? No, I was hungry, so I think, I'm going to go down to the cafe. They got any food around? But there was nothing to eat either. Yes, there is. I came back up and ate my grapes I packed. Are you serious? I did. There's like muffins and... I'm not a muffin kind of guy. Why? Either way, so you backed into... I backed into into the car. Yeah. And... And decided to... Well, my first, your, I, my first instinct, I don't know about what yours is. What's your first instinct? <laughs> <laughs> to get out, look at I the damage look. of I what happened, try to get a hold of the person that I just backed but into. what if they're nowhere view. to be found and it's that early? Is that what really went through your no, mind? Or was what went through your mind is, I'm out of here before anybody sees Initially, anything. that was the first thought. And then I went to know Jenny, you're a changed person. No. <laughs> so I did get out of the car. And there was a bunch of snow on the car, so you can't really. And my car's white, so that's confusing. The snow's white. Okay. I didn't know. Was his car white? No, it was like tan. Okay. No, it was like gray. Like a, a yeah, navy tan gray. and gray. That's close. It's so close. No, I know they look about the I same. Know. If you put tan and it would be so hard <laughs> to tell. Yeah, no, I know. tan and gray right beside each other. Yeah, I d- doubt that I could tell the difference between those it's, two cars. It's a rough life. <laughs> trying. To anyway, so you looked at it and said there's no damage. Right, and then I drove away and I got to the stop sign and because it's like a T. Or maybe it's not. It's it's a lowercase T. Just kidding. <laughs> Either way, you almost got home. No, but at this point, I did drive around the block and drive back through. Okay. So knowing that, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm on camera, like, going back around, like, because I've been watching a lot of murder stuff. So I'm like, somebody spotted me on camera, and they spotted me definitely looking guilty driving around and driving by slow. After you just right. bashed into somebody's car. Yeah, so right. I'm thinking this, like, and I'm two minutes away from my house. But on the way there, I just had this whole plan. I'm like, Jenny, you're just going to go home, get into bed, like, if anything, anybody Nothing asks anything, happened. I'm not going to talk yeah. about it. I'm just going to forget it. Even ever though it might happened. be on camera, yes. people watching, yeah, those kinds of things just go away. I was like, away. "We'll worry about it when it happens." But okay. that was my train of thought, like back then. Like I would just be like, "Oh, I'll just worry about it then." And I, something came to my mind. I may or may not this may this would be a bigger deal than what it should have been 
for the normal person getting in a hit and run because it would be my second one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, and so I'm like, you are a changed person. Like you can't like, this is coming from of- the professional driver that this is her second oh, hit and run. I still stand on that. Yeah. The first hit and run was she's chased through three counties after she hit something, I did. but just an FYI to anybody listening. Which is super impressive. I mean, I was on gravel and in the, in the police report, it said gravel was just like spitting up like back at the police car. It's a pretty funny report. <laughs> it's super impressive that you I were driving impressed. through Decatur, yeah. ended up in Monroe. Yes, yes. Through three counties, yeah. got arrested. Country, I didn't, I don't even know where I was. Okay. This guy almost like pulled out in front of me and he was like waving his hands for me to stop. So one of the pedestrians, <laughs> I had to swerve. Yeah. Well, I was looking for my phone because I didn't know where I was. So I was trying to get my GPS on and right. put my phone as the police are chasing you. Right. Yeah. But when I hit the person, my phone flew. And you hit the person? You hit a person? <laughs> did you just say no. you hit somebody? No, no, Is no. that a part of the story that no. nobody knows? But that did happen in like 2012. You hit somebody. I hit somebody that hit somebody on a bike. Listen. Anybody that okay. believes that Jenny is a professional driver. <laughs> that was a different time of my life. Okay, now, different time of your life. So now you back into a guy's car. Yeah, so then. You, you get a guilty conscience. For sure, yeah. Thinking that it's not yeah. a good idea to yeah. walk away. You yeah. better go back. So yeah. you went back. I went back, and I left a note. Okay. And what'd you find out? And then he called me the next day, and I was like, <laughs> I, I know, my, I was like sick the whole day about it. And I'm like waiting for him to call me, you know. And then he calls me. I'm like, no, I woke up the next day. I'm like, dang, it was a good day. I didn't even. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get a call. Yeah. No problem. I was like, the all right. Is going. I was like, yeah. you did the right thing, so God's rewarding you. And then yeah. he calls me when I'm at work. And left me a voicemail and was like, yeah, so I went to Pearson's. Well, he tells me who he is. And I'm like, great, we do. I do business with him. And um, then he's like, it's $1,000. I'm like, there's no way. I just bumped it. It was like a bumper car. Yeah, you know? right. I mean, you just roll backwards, $1,000 worth of damage. I yeah. barely did any. I just a paint chip off of my car. Literally a paint chip. A brand new car. Yes, they're going to... Your do, brand new yeah, car. Yeah, they're going to paint it today. Yeah. Well, I need to take a picture of it first for insurance reasons, but... Right. Yeah. And you got to figure out how to pay his $1,000 bill. I can't worry about that. That's my insurance <laughs> job. <laughs> Apparently, I don't have a deductible. Huh? Yeah, I know. Confusing, right? You don't have any deductible. That's what she said. Well, that's impressive. I that's don't, pretty good insurance, then. I think it's a lie. Huh? I don't really know what's going on, but that was... Yeah. That Either was, way, you'll yeah. get the bill in the mail. No, it, I won't get like anything until reinstated. Like when I get reinstated, that's when my rates will go up. Reinstated, like you lost your insurance? No. Oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Did they say reinstated? I think so. Isn't that like when you reinstate for the next six months? <laughs> don't give me an anxiety attack. I'm my inhaler. What? No, when you say when they reinstate me. Well, I don't know what she said. <laughs> she said re-something when I do my next thing for my next time. Oh, okay. When you re-up your insurance sure. again. Yeah, yeah, that's when, that's so when like your rates months, will go up. Yeah, it'll go up then. Okay. So we can't worry about it till then. No, right. It's nothing to, I mean, just I'll have money I mean it'll be then. double, but yeah. it's not a big deal. Double? You really think so? Huh? Well, I don't know. Don't. I mean, you're making me nervous. <laughs> I can't. At least you have it. I mean... Hopefully you still have insurance. That's the big deal, right? Right. And the first time that I happened, I did not have insurance. The, th- the time you were fleeing the police, yes, yes. you had no insurance. Yes. That's, I think that's, again, why I didn't stop either. And maybe my license was suspended. Who knows? <laughs> it's hard. No, because I would have went to jail that day. No. Okay. So your license wasn't suspended, but you didn't have any insurance. Correct. And yeah, I never had you were had fleeing insurance. authorities through three counties. Listen, and yeah. You might have hit a person, might not have hit a person, but... That time, no, I did not. Yeah, I know not, that for not sure. this time. I know that for sure. <laughs> no, this is the longest I've ever had insurance in my life. 
Really? Yes. So the longest that I've ever had it before is like two months. Okay. Consecutively. Setting your goals. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Look at you. I know. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. All right. So let's talk about uh, the series that we're in. Yeah. So Mastermind, uh, the series we've been doing here at Life Church, talking about the ideas that what you think on drives the actions of your life. There's a war for your mind. We gave Jenny a challenge. She didn't take the challenge. Of, How do you know that? Because you said it the last week. Okay, but last week, but you don't know this week. Okay, did you do it this week? Honestly, I forget what the challenge was. <laughs> So the challenge was... You're, reading your well, Bible. No, that wasn't the challenge. No. <laughs> that was one of them. Well, it might have been... Yeah. That was one. Yeah, we're piling up the challenges on you. That is stressful. Yeah, so you just got to... We're, we're seeing what she's following through with or not, which we went back... No, that was the... Remember the New oh, Year's yeah. resolution? Like, you were going to put lotion on your body, and you were doing it 90% of the time. Yeah. And then I said, how are you doing with your spiritual yeah. goals? No, I remember. And you're like 10%. And you moved up to like 20%. Right, now it's 27. This last week. So now you're at 27%. Yeah, I mean, we're getting there, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's going up. Yes. The other challenge we said is, wherever our undivided attention is, what we're thinking about, you know, tends to, to change the way we yes. think. We brought up the great hack. Was mm-hmm. that last week we yeah. talked about that? Yeah. So it's essentially mind manipulation through social media. So we said, you have an opinion you're not addicted to social media. So I said, well, if you're not, just take a week off and then see if like, oh man, I really wish I was on it. And we could kind of get an idea where are people at with the whole addicted to their phone yeah. type of thing. But Jenny didn't do that challenge. But no. the idea is the same concept, right? right? Is wherever our undivided attention is, they're trying to get us to think a certain way. If they get us to think a certain way, then we'll have actions. Sure. Paul tells us, learn to dwell on the right things. If you dwell on the right things, then it'll set your course or your path in the right way. That was the other part that we had yep. talked about. That's why we read our Bible. That's why we look at it, to dwell on the right things. Yep. This week, again, we're looking at reframing. So reframing the idea of thoughts. And I think mm-hmm. this is good for you to speak into this because yeah. challenges of life, right? So what Paul's going to talk about is he had a dream for his life, mm-hmm. right? He wanted to go to Rome. Mm-hmm. And in going to Rome, he wanted to preach the gospel because he believed that if he preached the gospel in Rome, it would spread uh, faster than anywhere else that he had spread the gospel. So he had this dream, but life just didn't turn out the way that it was supposed to. So he ended up going to Rome, but he ended up going in prison. Yeah. You know, and so in your life, I think this is an interesting topic for you to, to help us think about. It's like... So when you think through the journey of your life, mm-hmm. you know, and you've, you've, I think, admittedly had some, like, disappointments, is that the right word? Like, you had a dream for your life, and well, it didn't quite turn out the way it was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, you even said that. Like, when you look at your life now, you it would have never been, or what you've been through, you would have never pictured that. Right. I never saw myself as what I turned out to. I mean, not today, but, like, in the past. Right. Never saw myself going through that. Yeah, so when you were young, I mean, what did you dream about? I, I definitely mean, didn't dream of being a heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> so... But, I mean, did, have you shared that part of your story? I mean, I know that we've said, like, you've been... But when did that start? Were you in high school? No, 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 no. Okay. No, I only drank when I was in high school. Okay. It didn't start till I moved to Indy, so when okay. I was 20. Okay, so it started afterwards. But again, yeah. when you pictured what you wanted to do in life, mm-hmm. and then you get into... In the midst of your heroin addiction yeah. and your drug addiction, did you ever be like, how did I ever end up here? Yeah, oh, all the time. Did you? Yeah. But... What I used to want to do is similar to like what, because I've always wanted to speak 
that's always been a passion of mine, like even from young, like I knew I always, I've always had a voice for something. Okay. And I think it's pretty neat, even though what I went through was specifically to help other people. And like, I could be a voice mm -hmm. and I could go, cause that's what, you know, I want to do. Right. It's just what I wanted to do is turned into something completely different that I never imagined. Okay. So even before your heroin addiction, yeah. you had this idea like, I want to be a, a voice in the yeah. life of, of girls, want to be in the life of yeah. people, mm -hmm. and you want to be that voice, but then... It was more selfish at that time. Meaning? Like, I wanted to be, like, acting or, you know, oh, just okay. all about me and right. not for God. So I think it's cool how, like, I still want to do what I originally wanted to do, but it's completely, like, what I went through has completely changed my outlook on who I'm doing it for. Right. Like it was never for God. Then it was all about Jenny Right. and things have changed because of what I went through. That's why I think what you go through is so important. Yeah. And so with that, <clears throat> the whole reframing mm -hmm. process. So when somebody has a dream for their life or mm -hmm. want to turn out a certain way and then circumstances of life don't go the right way. What Paul's going to talk about is, is this is really a pivotal point for a lot of people in yeah. where they believe in God, yeah. right? Or yes. what they think about God is because they had this plan for whatever reason, you ended up being a heroin addict. Mm -hmm. It's not what you planned. You ended up doing it. Did you ever come to the place where you're like, where's God in the midst of all of this? All the time. Really? Mm -hmm. Like you found yourself like, why isn't yeah. God helping me? Or yeah. why isn't he? Why me? Yeah. You did. Why is he letting this happen? Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. So you saw it too. Is like what Paul would say is when people get to that place, a lot of times, um, even though they want to go closer to God, it tends to push them away. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, the circumstances of life, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, pushes them away. And mm -hmm. we would say is, is that part of the reason is, is that we were probably sold the wrong gospel, oh, maybe yeah. when you're younger, because oh, yeah. the gospel of saying, hey, if you become a Christian, life is good. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to turn out the way it's supposed to be. You know, you're going to be healthy, wealthy, everything's going to prosper, everything's going to be right. And then Life's all of a sudden, you, yeah, and then you bought into it. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you go to Indianapolis, you end up on. And did you tell this, like, did you just, were you taking drugs before heroin or is it just like heroin and that's. Um, I was like dabbling around in other things, but. Okay. So something not, led into the heroin. Uh, just, so most people that I've known have gotten on it from like pain pills. Oh, okay. But no, it was nothing like that before. It was just like smoking weed and then okay. I just met somebody. Okay. And that's somebody. It. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, but then life goes in a different direction. And so Paul would say, well, do you need to understand this? The only thing guaranteed inside of scripture is you're going to have trouble. Yeah. Right. Like life is going to be full of challenges. Mm -hmm. Life is going to be full of obstacles. How we respond to those obstacles will determine where we end up in our faith. Right. Right. And so for you, because that wasn't really the way you framed life, right? Like you framed life in a way that if I do everything right, things should go right, things should be good, and everything should be good. Mm -hmm. So because of that process, it somewhat derailed your faith. Yeah. Right. And I think that's a, yeah. I think that's a message we need to, to talk to people about is yeah. because... If you haven't experienced hardship yet, like if you haven't been through anything yet, if you haven't experienced what loss is, if you haven't experienced yeah. hurt, it's coming. Yeah, especially right? loss too. Because mm. that's where it started for me when I lost my grandma. That's where the questioning God came from. Okay. Like why would he let this happen to somebody so nice and who loved the Lord and it just didn't make sense. So, right, because regardless of how old yeah. somebody is, when we lose somebody, it doesn't really matter. We're still losing somebody. Right. 
you know, in that process. Mm -hmm. And so Paul, in writing to the Philippians, was writing with that in mind. Like, there's going to be obstacles. Let me tell you how I've reframed my thinking Mm -hmm. to make it possible for people who are going to, you are going to go through hardships, that you're able to go through these hardships in a way that makes sense. So I'm going to read it. So this is going to be Philippians 1. This is what we talked about um, on Sunday. So Philippians 1 Uh, starting in verse 12, he says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. As a result, it's become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel. So what we talked about in the beginning, part of the reason that Paul could endure circumstances of life is because he had purpose, Yeah. right? So his purpose in life was... To tell everybody about Jesus. Yeah, share the gospel, right? And he knew that if he was going to do that, the most important thing in his life wasn't always being healthy. Mm-hmm. The most important thing wasn't always being wealthy. The most important thing wasn't always having comfort. The most important thing wasn't always having a stable job. The most important thing to him was sharing sharing the gospel. And so he's saying, you can do this as long as you don't forget your purpose, because whatever circumstance comes to you, Mm -hmm. you need to recognize, you know, what your purpose is. And then we talked about this idea of why is there obstacles? So if you think about that, wouldn't it be easier if there wasn't any obstacles in life? Oh, yeah. So what do we do with obstacles? So I shared a story, um, Isaac, who's been real committed and wanting me to work out. And He's going hard. I know, and I yeah. am not committed, <laughs> and I'm not working out, but he wanted me to do the Spartan race with yeah. him. Yeah, but you're you know, going to. Huh? You're going to. It's just going to take you a minute to like talk yourself into it. Well, no. So after the message, after the message, Daryl Dorsett's like, "Hey," and this was so cool. Like I can't even believe you did this. He's mm-hmm. like, "Listen, if it will help, I'll do it with you." Oh, that cool? that's so sweet. But I'm like, will it help? Well, <laughs> truth here. Well, well here's the help? crazy thing: is I'm like Daryl's in shape. Have you ever seen Daryl Dorsett? Um, I'm sure if I saw him, I would notice. He doesn't look remember. like me. That's for sure. Okay, but you work on a farm. No, I know, but I'm not. Daryl Dorsett could probably go out and run two miles today and wouldn't affect him. Okay, it's if just I a 5K. And, what? It's only a 5K. Is it really? Only, it's a 10K. It's only a 10K. That's only six miles. <laughs> six miles That's nothing. with obstacles. Yes. Right? So we talked about this. Don't so, think about the obstacles. One thing at a time. Yeah. You know what Ray said afterwards? What? Well, you don't have to go through the obstacles. You just have to do burpees if you don't do it. I'm like, really? I'm not doing a burpee. What, Is that run? really true, Isaac? To run? 30 burpees, that's it? I'm not doing 30 burpees. N- Wait, 30 burpees or running six miles? No. When you come to an obstacle and you can't do it. Then you have to do 30 you do, burpees. And then you can go buy the obstacle. Oh. I'm not doing burpees. That's not bad. When Rayanne puts that stupid thing on the workouts, when Isaac burpees. and I were working out and there's burpees, I'm like, you might as well replace them. I'm not doing burpees them. Burpees used to this, be my favorite. No, this body's not made to do that. <laughs> I'm not getting down there and getting back up and jumping up in the air. It's and, so fun. No. It's so, it's like, it might be fun for real brutal. agile people. So they go watch a guy like Isaac do it. And it's really graceful because he's just like gets down and, you know, pushes himself. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's like you hit you the turf hit the and you come up with all the granules in your mouth. Because They're called turf turds. Whatever. But you, you put your face turds. in it because you're like, your... you're going down and you're like, oh, oh, 
And then you're oh like, you don't just push yourself back up. You're kind of like crawling. You're stuck. Oh, it's you can terrible. do a hat. You can do like a, um, like how they have a woman push up. Yeah. Like a girl burpee. Yeah. You can do no. a girl burpee. Yeah. Why? I've already told you this. You know, one of the most embarrassing moments of working out at Champs Getting was. Getting turds on your <laughs> beard because that's no, that super was, embarrassing. No, that was not the I most embarrassing. I So we're working out one time and, and we're like, I wonder what weight to use. Uh-huh. And so Isaac obviously can use whatever. And I'm like, I'm not really sure what weight to use. And so Rand looks at me she says yeah. well Gia Reed uses and I'm like Gia, is Gia Reed is a girl I am a guy that should oh my not gosh, you were mad. I was more than a it's oh, embarrassing that was insulting Ray huh that was she doesn't even watch it I know. Rude. Why don't you... Ch- Seriously, I can't believe she doesn't watch our podcast. So that means we can talk about her. <laughs> but when she says, well, Gia Reed does a... Then I think it's kettlebell swings to. or something. I'm like, okay, I'm completely embarrassed that I've now been compared to a girl. And well, this is what the girls do. Surely you you'd be able to do it. You. <laughs> you couldn't at all? I did it. No. I did too. I, did I do the kettlebell swings? I did. It was I a kettlebell did. swing kettlebell that swings. <laughs> Shut up! I was trying to decide which kettlebell to use. With the pink one? No, I wasn't one? using it. It was blue? the big green ones. Oh wow! Yeah, and Gia used the big green ones. She She's does. like, oh, Gia does it. Surely you can it's do only it. Only thirty-five like, well, pounds. What? Listen, here's my point. So when Daryl says that, first of all, yeah. it was cool because Daryl's been a great friend. He reaches out. We go talk. Darryl. Yeah, I mean, I love his support, friendship. Go, Daryl. Daryl. Taking one for the team. Helping. You know what I told Sherry, though? I said, you know what also is hard for me? To think that I'm going to be the fat guy that people have to encourage. You don't know that. Come on, Mike. You can make it up. (laughs) A little more. I've been that person. You can can make it over the obstacle. Just one more step. One foot in front of the other. I'm like. You know you're that person everybody. I don't want to be that guy. It's not that bad, though. You you just got to embrace it. I don't want to be that guy. There's like a personal cheerleading team. Huh? I don't want a cheerleading team. I'm just telling you. Because I am embarrassed that somebody would have to cheer me through well maybe you need to work through that yeah There's i think i have some pride issues no that. i get some pride issues that go with it there we go it's coming to the surface yeah i listen there's no doubt that i have some pride Aww. in the idea that daryl again i love daryl and that he'll do that go daryl but i'm like embarrassed that daryl have to be come on mike i'll run right beside you even if i have to walk okay. i'll walk with you well I'm that's like, why you have to train for the obstacle like you said in your sermon yeah so the point would be is, so we said listen here's the idea like if isaac went out and trained on a straight path on the pavement then he showed up and there were a ton of obstacles he'd be like wait a second this is not what i trained for give me the straight road don't give me the obstacles so the idea would be is same concept of what paul's saying so paul's saying listen the end of the day you need to know there are obstacles Mm -hmm. in life and here's the big point don't go around them Mm -hmm. and you've talked about this and i think this is really important there, whether you like it or not, the obstacles that you've been through mm-hmm. and that you've went through in your life, you going through them is for somebody else, right? For because, sure. yeah, I mean, you have your own race and you have your own obstacles. Mm-hmm. And those obstacles are, you know, the things that, that God has allowed to happen in your life and you've yeah. went through them. And the reason is, is somewhere on your road, mm-hmm. maybe it's happened already or somebody mm-hmm. on your path needs for you to yeah. be that person like i've been through it like do Absolutely. you have any stories like that of like where you've helped people journey or is i mean that's part of your passion right mm-hmm. you want to help people do those yeah. things uh, there's been a lot of different times but mainly especially like working at place of grace because i've been in their shoes i know what's going on so it's very easy for me to come up with different scenarios with that mm-hmm. um there have been certain instances here at the church 
working at the cafe mm-hmm. with the younger women. Mm-hmm. Um, really, you can help them see the other side of the yes. obstacles. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and help right. them... You know, again, as they're going through it, let them know that it, it doesn't do us any good to go around them, which I think too many people in life do. Yeah. Like, here's a challenge in life. I don't want a challenge. I want to go the easy path. Mm-hmm. But then we're not prepared. Like, God, because yeah. the challenges, Scripture tells us, is all to build our faith, mm-hmm. right? It's to, to give us what we need so that when that next thing happens or that person comes into our life, we yeah. can help them, right? So I read this book, and it was about um, exactly like this, like, if you go around an obstacle, God will always somehow bring the obstacle back to you, but maybe mm. in a different way, but it always comes back. Right. And and that's so true because after reading that, then I thought about my own life, mm-hmm. and it was like the same things kept happening, but in a different way. Right. And then I have a quote that I want to say that's all, all, it's on the top of my head. Okay. So grow through what you go through. There I love go. that one. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Grow through, grow through what you go through. I know it's a tongue twister. Too. No, it's awesome. I love tongue twisters. Yeah, I mean that's great advice. And mm-hmm. again, we grow through it so that when we get now, when you see somebody else stuck at the obstacle, looking up there, thinking, "I don't know if there's any way I can get through it," you can help them navigate yes. that path. And that's what Paul was helping yeah. us realize inside of this. Don't go around the obstacles. I need you to go through them. Know that they're going to be there. Train for them. Be ready for them. They're yeah. coming in your life. And then the other part is, which was interesting because strategically Paul wanted to reach certain people because he knew certain people would spread the gospel more than others, right? They just had more influence. So one of the people that they talked about was the Praetorian guard or the Mm -hmm. palace guard. And the reason they wanted to reach the palace guard was because you served in the the military for like 10 years. If you were in the Praetorian guard, which Mm -hmm. was the high guard at the time, and you got out mm-hmm. after your 10 years, you were given a big severance or a retirement. And then they put you in influential places uh, all over uh, Rome or in other places. And so you would have money and you would have influence. Yeah. So Paul's like, as he wanted to go to Rome, before he knew this was going to happen, he's like, if we could reach the Praetorian Guard, when they go out then and they are in these communities, they'll have so much influence with Before people. he was locked up, this happened? So before, he had already known that? He had already known. <gasps> like, there, there was this idea. So when they went into it, they knew culture, right? Like when, yes. like when Paul went into Ephesus or mm-hmm. he went into... Galatia or when he went into to Philippi, he yeah. knew like what the culture was and he knew that if he reached a certain group or culture, so they were very specific, that that influence would then make it yeah. grow. So he knew when he went to Rome, mm-hmm. it's not just about reaching Roman citizens, it's about reaching the Praetorian Guard. Like if there was going to be a way, like if he didn't get locked up, he would have yeah. thought, how could I be preach? How could right. I preach to him? Like right. how can I get the message to these people? That is so cool. Yeah, and, I never knew that. Yeah, and so he would, they were trying to figure out strategic ways to do it. Well, crazy, he ends up in chains. Yeah. And so this is the way it was then. So mm-hmm. back then, if you were a high-valued prisoner, mm-hmm. you just didn't sit in your cell by yourself. You sat in a cell chained to the Praetorian Guard. I would love that. That would be so much better. To be chained to somebody? Yes. Because you didn't like sitting alone in the jail cell? that's awful. So think about this. So for eight hours every day, Paul was chained to the Praetorian Guard. And then every eight hours, they changed their shift. Mm -hmm. So then it was another guy and another guy and another guy. And so however many people for two years were chained to Paul, and that's why it says in Scripture that... The, the palace guard, mm-hmm. because he was in change, mm-hmm. heard and received the gospel. And yeah. because of that, the gospel spread all over Rome because in his chains, 
waiting for his execution, right. he took advantage of the opportunities, yeah. right? Regardless if he was yeah. locked up. And or, his circumstances, like what person chained to somebody else that's like saying all the things that Paul was probably saying, you'd be like, this guy's got to be crazy right. or this has got to be true. Right. Well, and I think the big thing that we talked about is don't miss your opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, so many people are like... Mm, that was what it was. Yeah? No, that was the... That was the, um, it's, all, it's all coming back to me. That was the goal, or not the goal, but the challenge. Right. It's don't miss your opportunity. Yes. I didn't have any opportunities, though. I did. I had an opportunity to turn back, and I sure did. Yeah. So the, but the point would be is like a lot of people are like, well, once I finally get married, mm-hmm. or once I finally uh, get a girlfriend, or once I finally get a house, or once I finally get the right job, or mm-hmm. once I finally make enough money, or once I, then I'll do these things. And so he's saying, Jenny, in the position that you're in today, I have you here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Don't miss the opportunity. You yeah. know, don't always be looking for the next thing. And don't you think that's true with people? Like yes. they're always looking for yes. what's next instead yes. of like, I'm here yeah. regardless of whether I like it. Because, I mean, you can't convince me that Paul was like, oh, I'm so happy to be in chains. Mm-hmm. You know, but he said, but because I'm in chains, right. well. this is the opportunity yeah. that I'm going to take. Yeah. And so I think, you know, as you look at people, don't you see some of the same things where people are like, oh, if I just had a different job yeah. or if oh. I had more opportunities? Yeah you know, to do it. Mm -hmm. This whole world is into a, what can I do next? Like mindset. Whereas like, if they're not happy now, then they're going to, what's, what can I do next? Right. Kind of a thing. Right. And waiting, yeah. Waiting for the right opportunity Mm -hmm. to be able to serve God or the right opportunity. Yeah. Or the right opportunity. And he's saying, well, the opportunity is right here. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, nobody is in the place that they are today without God knowing it mm-hmm. and without God providing opportunities. So our challenge would be to people is look up, right? Look yeah. around. God is giving opportunities. Don't miss your opportunity. Then, this is the other cool part. So then at the end of it, it says, because he did all of those things, mm-hmm. other people were emboldened, right? Mm-hmm. They, were, they looked at their life and like, if Paul can preach the gospel in chains, yeah. in a jail cell to reach the Praetorian Guard... We, we sure should can. we should do the same YouTube, thing. YouTube, podcasts. Huh? We have so <laughs> many opportunities. Facebook. Right. But remember, there are a lot of people that are like, well, I don't know, but sharing the gospel, what might happen to me yeah. or what might people think, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're might like... Might unfriend me. Right. Whatever those, whatever those things are. In fact, we talked about this in small group on Monday night. So mm-hmm. the men's small group on Monday night, and we were talking about how God wants or Jesus wants a relationship with us. So mm-hmm. what's that relationship look like? So I said, well, compare it to your girlfriend or compare it to your wife, you know? And I said, if anybody's asked me, in fact, I said this last night, I walked in, well, first of all, did a funeral yesterday, driving home, my truck broke down. So, oh my gosh. So I'm sitting there in my suit and tie, have to be back up for the volunteer appreciation dinner. Yeah. Right. And uh, so I call a tow truck. I'm like, can you just pick me up and drop me off at my house, you know, oh so that I can gosh. get, yeah, you know, you... get ready to go. So anyway, get, go running upstairs. Sherry's getting ready. I'm uh-huh. like, you are gorgeous. I'm like, Aww. I have no idea because I, I told this. We heard me Wait. tell the story this morning. Oh, I didn't hear the beginning part of it. I was yeah. wondering who you were talking to. No, so I was, you know, Cherry, oh, you are tell this story. gorgeous, please. you know. And I said, you know, I don't even know how. I mean, you're two years older than me, and you look Is she really? 20 years younger than me. Is you she know? really? Yeah. So I'm like, you're beautiful. And I said, you want to know about the story for me today? So this is what happened to me. So I go over to the funeral, right? And I go through the line. I don't even know if Isaac's heard this story. So I go over through the line. I go through the line. 
to to the mom who Nick, you yeah. know, died and go to the mom and and me and Pam Hector. Now Pam's old enough to be my mom. Yeah. Okay. We walk up there. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, you know. And she's like, oh, Pastor Mike, so thankful that you came and you're doing the funeral today. And looked over at Pam and's like, oh, is this the missus? <laughs> and I'm like, that's not my wife. Oh my gosh! Did, what do you say? <laughs> she's old enough to that? be. She's old enough to be my that? mom. No, I'm thinking all oh, of these I'm things. Like- I'm like. What do I look like? Do I look that old that Pam could be my wife? I mean, you're getting turf turds and beard, so. <laughs> and I have completely gray hair. Oh, see, now yeah, you're gray letting... Gray hair, beard, no. I mean, come on. You're being and, mean to yourself. Anyway, so... You're letting I, the one thought dwell no. into all these thoughts. No, no, listen. So here's I'm what I saying. say now. So if somebody ever asked me about my wife... <laughs> I'm telling him, like, she's gorgeous, she's awesome, she's yeah. beautiful. I mean, I'm proud of my relationship of my beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. How many times in relationship with Jesus Christ mm. are we like, he is awesome and he's beautiful and he's incredible and you should get to know? Because I tell everybody, you should know Sherry. Yeah. She's awesome, you know, and if you got to know her, she's an incredible person. Like, I would tell anybody about her, right? Oh. And I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. In here, what he's saying is, is that, we're in relationship with Christ, but are we ashamed to talk about how beautiful he is and how wonderful he is and how yeah. you should meet him? And like, why wouldn't we, if we love him, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we be like, dude, to meet him. yeah, like you need to meet him. Yeah. Like he's the best. And I think what Paul was trying to say is like, you should, you should want to share about your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And I've proven to you that you can do it inside of a jail cell. You should be emboldened, whatever yeah. it costs you. You know, because it really doesn't matter to me. Somebody be like, well, Sherry's this. I'm like, I'm still going to tell you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still going to tell you. She's beautiful. She's awesome. This is what she means. I don't care about your opinion. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, this yeah. is who she is, and you should get to know her. Yeah. So sometimes we don't want to share because we're worried about, well, what would somebody else's opinion mm-hmm. be, or what would they think of it? Well, if you're yeah. in relationship with somebody you love, like if you had a boyfriend that you were proud of, mm-hmm. right, and he's awesome, would mm-hmm. you be like, uh, I don't really want to tell anybody about him? No. No, you would share it with everybody, yes. right? Yeah. You'd pull out your phone, look at the like it's you do with like your do. dog. <laughs> Just like you do with your dog, like look, like he's awesome, and share all the pictures. But when it comes to Jesus, why don't people do the same thing? I think they do in the beginning, like you know, in the very beginning of that excitement. um, You're just getting to know him, and you do, and then it fades. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not like that for everybody, but because it's new and exciting, and then life happens. Right, right. So So our advice again. So we're going to end it up. So our time. Yeah. So we got to do. We got to do the the challenge here at the end, right? So we got to be able to do the challenge. I forgot. <laughs> no, we're I'm not nervous. forgetting about the challenge. Woo, I'm so but nervous. It, so you get that ready. We're going to end up. So scripture wise, this is what we talked about. Um, make sure that we're on the same page. Uh, when we come to mastermind, reframe your thinking, know that, you know, there are challenges and things out there that we need to uh, take on and that we need to understand there's going to be obstacles in life and that we need to uh, be able to go through those obstacles and remember that we should be, again, continually going down the road of sharing Christ and be emboldened with who we share. So again, uh, we just want to keep encouraging you. Come back next week. We're going to be, uh, if you haven't come on a Sunday morning, we'd love for you to come on a Sunday morning and listen to what we have to say. We're finishing up the Mastermind uh, series this week, and but we'll be talking about it again on our podcast. So are you ready for this, Jenny? I think so. These are some really intense gloves. Taylor. So these are, yeah, so these okay. are, so food coloring, 
Here, let me get, give me your cracker, so I'll get your cracker. Okay. Not, I'm not touching Why? that Why? I know, but I, no I did have it way. on me. <gasps> oh, not. my gosh. Normally, I, like, prepare for this mentally, but I was so into our conversation that I forgot. Yeah, so be prepared. Oh, my gosh. My heart is racing so fast. So if everybody wants to see. Here's my heart rates at 81. <laughs> it's just 84. Here's oh what it looks like. Oh, There's no so possible fast. way that, that I would ever do this, but How are you putting are a little you, drop Are on? you doing it? I don't want to touch it. I'm like it. shaky. Give, I'm oh, not you don't touching want to, it. <laughs> I have the gloves on. Okay. So she's pouring it onto a oh cracker. Oh my gosh, hold on. Now it's got to just be like a little dribble, right? I don't know, but I'm shaky. You don't that. put too much on it because I'm not reviving Do you. Do you think so, I'll die? Stop! Oh! Judas, should that's going to be, huh? Should I or should I not? I don't oh know. Oh my gosh, look how dark <laughs> it is. It's staining the cracker. Well, maybe like. <gasps> should just, I just lick it? Huh? What? Just lick it? Oh, just dare me. Just dare me. Just do it. Well, you've been dared. <laughs> That's right. Okay, now listen. Do you have experience with this? No. Like hot stuff? Not, yes, with hot stuff. Okay. Just trust me. I know. It's leaking through. Oh, God. She's now put the cracker in her mouth. Don't eat any more of it. Why? Oh. <laughs> because I don't want... Isaac's going to... Oh, my God. <laughs> Isaac is going to be the one to fix you because I'm not fixing you afterwards. <laughs> Normally, it like, takes a minute. Oh, I, re- I need to go home. <laughs> Didn't take a minute. Oh, my gosh. It's still on my thing. <laughs> well, turn your Will gloves you inside out. Will you do it with a- me, please? No, turn your please. gloves inside out. Please. No, turn your gloves inside please, out. Please I'm do not- it with me. No, I am never touching oh, that stuff sick. ever. <laughs> so, Taylor Petrie's the one who made the oh dare. Oh, my gosh. I- <laughs> if anybody else, Jenny looks bad right now, so... Anybody wants to try Taylor's special sauce, you can try the special sauce. I need a tissue. Um, <laughs> at some point. Yeah, okay. I feel like I'm about to throw up. Okay, before we get to that point, we're going to end. I don't. I really regret this. We're going <laughs> to She's crying. we got to end our podcast. Thanks, oh. everybody, for being with us on the round table. I'm we'll mad. see you guys I'm really next mad right week. Now. All right, see ya.